0: we decided that you know let's just jump into this and start working to conserve the environment but only conserving the environment is not going to help because it's important to also make sure that people listen to us and when will they listen to us if you give them something and uh, in that whole uh, journey or a few many more journeys like that I realized there were two problems that really needed to be worked on one was the waste management issue Mm-hmm. And Secondly, the issue of livelihoods in rural areas Because mm-hmm. of that, the, they are migrating to the cities Because there's no livelihoods available in the rural areas so.
1: Honest to our feelings towards our planet We have always had a lot of gratitude and love towards it As it is the provider, the nurturer, the witness of our birth And the one who accepts us back once we are done with our existence in it Though we boast of loving and being grateful to nature How are we exactly expressing it? You're listening to Women's Peria, your podcast for the true sense of inspiration you need from real people narrating real stories of their struggles, their ideas and above all, giving hope which assures that every human is capable to bring a change. All you need is a spark. Now talking about spark, when we want to bring a change, not everyone is capable of being able to execute the ideas they have in mind. There's where a leader comes in the picture, and shows you the right path, helping all your ideas get life and cause changes. Today's guest is also one such leader who is acting as a spark, as a path and showing many the solution to a dependency which is not safe for us yet has become a part of our lives. Plastics Though we are aware that plastics are non-biodegradable and have a life multifolds than ours, Amita Deshpande and her team are reviving these plastics to reusable products and saving us from the guilt of causing landfills. But mind you, they are not promoting or encouraging you to create any more plastic waste. In fact, they wish that someday these wastes stop coming and that they can help the earth from other problems. and welcome to the Women's Media Podcast. Today, I grabbed the opportunity of talking to a revolutionary. Somebody who has turned the, is it even possible, to yes, of course it is, and is saving us from the guilt of adding unnecessary landfills to the soil and letting it breathe by saving us from the guilt of using plastics. Once a team and her gets hold of plastics, they are giving it a new life and saving us from being guilty of not giving a good future to our nature. <laughs> Amita Deshpande, she is the CEO and founder of Re Charkha. To the best of our memories, we remember using Charka only by ji and that of handloom with weaving saris and mats. She is giving a new face to it by adding a re in front of it. Re means to give a new life. So let's get to know more from her. Hello and welcome to the podcast, Anita. Hi,
0: Revati. Thanks for having me here.
1: Thank you very much. Uh, so I'm really glad to talk to somebody who's causing a great revolution in something which is which has been really poisonous but was unavoidable throughout our lives, plastics. So when I begin, uh, the first thing I do is I ask my guests that what are the two affirmations that you say to your mirror every morning? I
0: always start the day thinking of what I'm going to do today okay so it never starts on a lazy note because uh, it's something very passionate that I'm trying to do so it's you know what what is it going to bring today that's one of the most important affirmations that it is and uh, I, I also feel how what change am I going to bring to the world that's the second affirmation that I'm going to bring so it's you know, from my end, what I'm going to get, and the
1: second end, what the world is going to get from me. beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So, moving forward, Amita, tell us who is Amita and tell us about your journey. Oh, who is Amita? Amita is just a, a
0: regular wo- woman, girl, woman uh, who is trying to see that we have a better planet for the future generations. Uh, So that's what Amita is and that's what she's trying to do. Uh, That's what she's trying to bring about, the change in people's mind. Because yes, we are cleaning up the planet, we are providing employment, but what we're primarily doing is making the change here. And uh, that's what had happened to me uh, about 16 years ago uh, when I myself was in in my uh, school. Uh, when I was in school, uh, in my early teens, I had found out that uh, somewhere in the textbooks, I think 8th or nine standard textbooks, that plastic is not degradable and uh, thermocol is not degradable. All these things which we are trying to use as disposables are not degradable. So it was such a contrary thing, uh, trying to understand that, yes, we're using it as disposable means we're going to use it once and throw away. But secondly, it's not degradable means it has a long life. Yes, So how can you use something which has a long life only once and throwing it away? Okay. So this was a question which a little kid, about 13, 14 year old kid got in her mind. And uh, she started wondering what could she do about it? So she started herself, uh, uh, I gave up my own use of disposables. Uh, I stopped using plastic. I used to give lectures to all the shopkeepers around my uh, place. Uh, yeah. That let's not use plastic. plastic plastic you bhaiya. Mujhe mat plastic And I used to pester all my family members and friends to do the same. Wow. And uh, while so I participated in several competitions, uh, you know, in school competitions about pollution and all of that. And I um, really researched on this topic while I was a kid. As I grew up, I didn't know that this could be a career. So I went on to do a regular career, like uh, almost everybody did in the, in that uh, 2000, you know, early 2000s was going into engineering. So I went Hmm. into engineering. Uh, I was in Pune, actually, originally I was in Silvasa, Dadra, Nagarhaveli, and then I moved to Pune for my further education. And when I came to Pune, uh, I started pursuing my engineering degree, I started realizing that I can also do a lot of social activities in and around uh, the city that I'm doing. So I started going for treks and used to go clean up uh, mountains and forts there. Uh, Then I had started also realizing that what disposables we had been using as urban dwellers, rural Mm -hmm. people had also started using them. And like in the cities, there is somebody to clean up our waste Mm -hmm. and take it to... Somewhere where we can't see it, it's still there, but where we can't see it in the rural areas that somewhere is not there. So it is just lying around uh, on the nooks and corners of the villages. And uh, looking at that, I always kept wondering that what can I do to this? What can me being an engineering student and then potential engineer do to this? So I kept volunteering even after I finished my engineering. Uh, I got a job in the IT sector, just like you started Mm -hmm. working in the IT sector. And again, kept volunteering and uh, really slowly, slowly I started
1: realizing
0: and so had my bosses and my teammates that I was not meant to be a developer only. I had many more facets to my uh, personality that I could yes. explore. So my then mentors uh, advised me, why don't you take up a, like I was anyways planning to do a master's. So they mm-hmm. uh, advised to take up a master's program, and uh, I did that. So I went to the US to do my master's. I completed uh, my master's degree from Purdue, mm-hmm. and with uh, the the, fo- the management the degree was a management degree, but the focus was on sustainability and CSR, corporate social responsibility. So, I worked in the US for a few years and then I moved back to India uh, because I wanted to, like I never wanted to settle back, settle down in a foreign country, especially not in the US or none other country actually. Mm -hmm. So, I wanted to come back and work for my own country. So, I came back in 2013 Mm -hmm. and uh, while I came back, I also wanted to travel around and research what exactly I wanted to do. So I took up uh, and a few assignments in rural India to work there and identify the basic problems that people there were facing. Uh, while I, on one of those journeys, I got caught up in the Kedarnath floods, which had happened in two thousand thirteen. Remember? Okay. So I was in yes, yes. the Himachal side. Yeah, I was in yeah. the Himachal side of the floods and uh, it was equally devastating though there was not a lot, lot of loss to life but a lot of loss to property in that area and uh, we were stuck there me and a couple of my friends who were with me we were all stuck and while we were there uh, we had started realizing that this is what we want to really work on is how the environment is finally you know telling us that stop you know yes. you are coming too much into my territory and uh, is, and humans are not realizing it so we uh, decided that you know let's just jump into this and start working to conserve the environment but only conserving the environment is not going to help because it's important to also make sure that people listen to us and when will they listen to us if you give them something Yes. and uh, in that whole uh journey or a few, many more journeys like that, I realized there were two problems that really needed to be worked on. One was the waste management issue, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: which uh, then uh, obviously the the environment conservation is also achieved with that. And secondly, the issue of livelihoods in rural areas. Because Mm -hmm. of that, the, they are migrating to the cities because there's no livelihoods available in the area. So trying to merge these two things is what I decided to do as my little, you know, bit to the, to my life and to the world. And that's how uh, this whole idea was born of eco-social livelihoods or eco-social development. So originally I started a, a company called Arohana Eco-Social Developments. And mm-hmm. then just about a couple of years ago, I um, Uh, we restructured uh, the company and it's now called Recharkha which is more aligned to what we do actually Uh, so the whole uh, story that's how it all started and uh, it's been an exciting journey Uh, that's where Amita found her uh, inspiration Mm
1: -hmm. uh,
0: to do what she really wanted to do what
1: she has set out to do. Beautiful beautiful so by when you told me like uh... He uh, first named it arohan, arohana. Right. So that itself is sounds sounded quite inspiring because that is something. Yeah, that, yes. Uh,
0: exactly, exactly. <laughs> yes. That was the whole reason of naming it as arohana because arohana yes. is like
1: elevated. Yes. The, the flight. Yeah. Yes. Being inclined towards something. Wow. Yes. And also, uh, we also nature gives us lots of warnings. But we only learn it the hard way, and the same yes. has happened to you. <laughs> Once you, your, in fact, That's my it. next question was going to be about when, which was your eureka moment to start this uh, entire mission. Yeah. and you told yeah. me about it. It would have been. It is yes. yes, yes, And of course, yes. But there are times like we take resolutions. We when we are struck with something really challenging, we do take resolutions. But then we forget to sustain it. But you're sustaining it, and you're creating a lot of opportunities for people out there. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Want, so because I want hmm. more and more people to join us from that and of course bring it as an inspiration. Yes. And building a community with like-minded people, it's not an easy task to do. So tell me how challenging was your journey to build Vicharka?
0: Lots of challenges, revdi So there's yes. not a single one that I could talk about, but oh, everything right from identifying where the waste is to be collected, in what form it should be collected, hmm. um, trying to, to struggle with the people who usually dump all of their waste together in an unsegregated yes. manner. Like I said, trying to bring about the change here. Um, so that was very important. Secondly, building a team. Uh, so luckily we found a very beautiful uh, team in our own village. So the place that I come from, Dadranagar Haveli, uh, very close to the place I used to live. Uh, this is a small village and mm-hmm. uh, people there showed interest that they want to take up the work that we want to teach them. Yeah. And uh, it, they are all tribals and the best part is these tribals are youngsters. Hmm. Uh, you know, in their late teens yeah. uh, and early 20s. And uh, that was the best thing uh, that wow. happened because They are the crux and core of what we do. So we decided to employ them full-time because only then would they get a source of uh, security for their livelihoods. So Mm. we did that. And uh, the second workshop we started was in Pune where Mm. the final product is made. So these two setups were important and uh, good teams were important to make these setups possible. And most importantly, the admin team, Uh, who would do what if you're making something it's important to sell it also so how to bring about the whole admin team together and uh, I am really lucky to say that we have a lot of passionate people in our team and they joined us first as volunteers or as Mm. customers and then became our employees so you know they come from a very interesting background themselves so these were some challenges but uh, you know the challenges turned into opportunities actually and that's what is important in sustaining yourself. And, you know, the the morning, uh, you know, the motivation to wake up and do something. This is what yes. is important, yes. I feel.
1: Yes. Having a purpose for your life. Yes. True. Yes. So it's like uh, once you start uh, doing something out of passion, the entire universe conspires to bring you to it. Yes. Yes. Totally. <laughs> totally. Yes. Amita, I would love to know the
0: sustainable development goals of Nichattha. We actually fit into all sustainable development goals, but the yes. ones that the uh, United Nations have uh, developed. But I feel uh, the f- things, the, like our sustainable development goals, I would say, obviously, yes. one is conserving the environment, uh, which mm. is through waste management. Uh, Second is community development. So it's not just about providing livelihoods, but it is providing eco-social livelihoods. Because Mm. whatever people are going to do is what is the direct impact of their doing on their surroundings. So if suppose I start, uh, my livelihood is dependent on making chemicals which are harmful Mm. to the environment. Mm. That's what I'm going to do more because I want to earn more income through that. And eventually, I'm going to keep making more uh, Mm. chemicals. So instead of that, if we do eco-social activities, people will do eco-social activities and that's how the environment is and the society is going to get benefited from it. So that's the second thing, eco-social livelihoods. And third and most important thing is changing people's behavior Mm -hmm. in two senses. One is uh, in terms of their consumption patterns as to what are they using and what are they going to throw away so making them think about the entire life cycle of the product yes and mm. secondly changing their you know their perception towards buying things so for example our products are made of upcycled plastic so instead of going and buying new plastic products from the market like your eggs in bags and all other products such mm. as the Rexin polyester products we are providing an alternative so making mm. people understand these alternatives and choices because
1: that's what is driving the economy eventually right yes it is yes so let's talk about pre what are the processes that happen there where does it start sure, and it where is. does it end
0: oh yeah so mm-hmm. i'm gonna show you what we use in pre sure uh,
1: so these
0: are our uh, raw material mm-hmm. our yes. very infamous plastic bag which has been banned like multiple times by the governments and it is still being used because people right. just don't understand um, that it is not degradable then these kind of packets which all are food and other items come packed in yeah. then these badges these are your gift wrappers gift so you really don't need, but we still keep using them uh, some other things which are obsolete now but were really being used in the past
1: yes it was a part of our family so this is our raw material <laughs> yes <laughs>
0: so this entire thing is our raw material and with mm. that we make this
1: wow beautiful
0: Bags, the cushion covers behind mm-hmm. laptop sleeve that i have not run, all of this Lovely. is made i'm gonna show you all a short one minute video which actually mm-hmm. will walk you through what we do and how we do it sure So, we first collect all the plastic waste. Yes. Uh, Wrappers and plastic bags, Wash and sanitize them. Sort them into different panels. These are all original
1: the hand moon it. So this is the
0: entire process of handloom weaving, where we finally make fabric from we This is all done by our tribal women and that we so that create
1: employment for them. Wow. Those, Those were love lovely yes <laughs> so amita uh, would you take this opportunity to thank your uh, your team and people who have been throughout your journey of course because of course. each and I... every process i understand right from picking oh, so... those cleaning uh, drying them and uh, using the spindle everything each and every step requires a lot a huge team Yes. So, we have about
0: 40 people now in the team. Uh, Yes. And I thank each and every one of them every day. Hmm. Uh, Though, obviously, I'm the boss. I have to tell them if they're going wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But I am grateful to them every single day of my life. Um, Especially the admin team because they're doing it really out of passion. Um, They have left their corporate careers to do what they're doing uh, and uh, help the beneficiaries who are the grassroots team of our artisans hmm. uh, and of course most importantly our supporters, our customers our friends and relatives actually our friends and relatives you were the first Customers. You know? Customers yes. Those are the ones who gave us the inspiration to continue to do what we do. Uh, so I think all of these people, family members, obviously, all of these are the most important people who are a part of Recharka. So I, that's why we, while we restructured it, we uh, renamed it as Recharka, the eco-social <laughs> tribe. So we, right. all are, we all are a tribe. It's not yes. just me who started it. It is all these people who have started it. I just got the opportunity to give it the first shot to take yes. it ahead. Hmm. But there are millions of memories already with me about each and every individual
1: who's been a part of this journey. Yes, lovely. All right. So uh, before we wind up, uh, I just want to know about your volunteer program. In many of your videos, I've seen that you ask people yes. to just if they want to join you, they can join the volunteer program. Do elaborate us about that. Sure. We call it the Eco-Social Buddy
0: Program. And mm-hmm. uh, the whole idea is to, again, create this tribe and expand it as much as possible. And we are looking for uh, volunteers, eco-social buddies across all around the planet. Uh, because mm-hmm. everywhere, whatever you do is going to impact that Yes. Uh, that much of the towards the planet so Mm. if you're in India um, and you're in Pune most importantly you can come and volunteer with us in our office because we have lots of things to do here in our workshop and in our office so that's one thing that you can do Uh, the second uh, part if you're in different different uh, countries or cities what you can do is uh, help us in uh, first of all uh, reducing the plastic waste in the first place so talking about it, inspiring others, like what I have been doing since childhood. Uh, secondly, you could be promoters of our products. So you could either be our resellers or you could just talk about them and get uh, you know a good word of mouth uh, publicity for us. You could be our volunteers in um, helping us uh, bring, about, bring more people to the table. So like I said, a lot of the volunteers have converted into being our employees. So yeah, these are various things, actually, whatever yes. we do, you can do it, your bit in your own place. I think that will make a large, large difference. And that's what Social Buddy Program is. So we have our, on our website, we have a link. If you want to join the Social Buddy Program, so go ahead mm-hmm. and join it. Uh, we'll add you to our WhatsApp group. And on that, we keep putting out opportunities wherever you can volunteer. Yes, that's
1: lovely. That's lovely. Like, yeah. that's lovely so so people who are like have no idea how to go about it but do, want to do something towards the nature they can yeah. probably join your tribe yes. and start bringing a change totally yes yes and i I, I do understand that your your future with ri Charka is totally sustainable because it this is a very very major step this is this would be a giant leap for people to take and uh, i understand the future is there but Do tell us about
0: your goals and what are you going to do with the future of Recharka. What are your plans for the future of Recharka? So the primary goal and aim of Recharka is to like if when all the plastic waste and disposable plastic is vanished from this planet. That is what our goal is. And we are even happy that our work of upcycling will also shut down because of that. That is also okay. Because our team can work on some other problems and solving some other problem, right? So that is our primary goal. And our immediate goal is right now, we are uh, about to set up one more production unit of ours uh, near Pune. And uh, we are also expanding our market presence all around the world. So in the country, Mm -hmm. we are obviously there, uh, most cities. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. uh, in the other countries, we are now setting up um, resellers. Our office, we have an office in Netherlands now. Uh, So we would... Really urge your viewers, if they belong to different cities or different countries and they want to associate with us as resellers or promoters of our products, come associate sure. with us. That's and we're just obviously in parallel doing multiple awareness programs all around the world. So hmm. please associate with us for those as well.
1: Yes, yes, yes. In fact, I saw a video of yours in which you were telling people to like, uh, when they donate the plastics, I would donate is actually not the right word, but yeah. You're
0: doing something yeah, yeah. towards it. Yeah, yes. Yeah, but people uh, people are. So right now, originally hmm. when we started, it was hmm. a big challenge for us to collect plastic waste because waste makers hmm. were not uh, collecting this kind of waste because it doesn't fetch them anything. So they yes. don't collect this kind of waste. But today, a lot of people are sending us their waste. Hmm. So they collect it at home, clean it up, dry it and pack it together and send it by courier on their own expense. So I wow. always say that we are not going to pay for anything because it is your waste. Yes. And uh, it is your guilt which you are trying to satisfy. Yes. by. <laughs> wash it we out. We are not going to pay.
1: Yes. We are not going to pay for it. <laughs> we didn't create that waste. It is you yes. created it. You better pay for it. Yes. And you also mentioned that in fact, you don't want these waste to come in anymore. So that the people yeah. start looking for, yes. So we don't encourage. So
0: I, we hmm. all, in all our social media handles also, we always say that we don't encourage you to create more waste. Hmm. It's a very bad uh, message uh, if people think that we are here to upcycle. So keep on
1: creating more waste. We don't want to do that. Yes, of course. That's so idea. that's, yes. <laughs> so great, Amita. Always, uh, as you say, uh, you just need a spark to begin something really big. And you have been a spark. You have been the spark to many people out there and also to bring a great societal change towards the nature and also for a better future for the world. So Women's Media takes pride to have connected with you and uh, having gotten your insights and the lovely message that you're trying to give to the future. Lovely. I wish you all success and also to your team who has been really, really striving to bring in a great change to the society. Thank you very much for being a part of my podcast today. Thank you, Revati. Yes. Okay, bye. Thank you very much, Amita. Bye-bye. Take care. Enough taking vows and postponing resolutions. It's time we start realizing that plastic does not belong to our planet. Only we do and our nature does. To let me know how you felt about today's episode, send me an email at womansperia at gmail.com. Women's Peria pages can be found in LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. You can watch the video podcasts in YouTube. There's a Women's Peria Tamil podcast as well in which you can listen to the inspirational stories in Tamil. Also, I have a podcast in which I converse with my child about everything under the sun. It's called Shashu and Amma. So until next time, be the change you want to see in the world. This is Ravee signing off from Women's Peria, Contagiously Inspiring. Thank you very much.